Welcome all to the Northern Electric Vehicle Experience. I'm your host, Ron, and we'll be talking about electric vehicle charging stations once again. It's been well, quite a long time now since I gave a proper update on the state of the charging universe, and a lot has changed. So let's dig right into it. First of all, the, the last time I, I spoke to you, the fast charging uh, space uh, was dominated by 50 kilowatt chargers and still largely is. Most of them out there are 50 kilowatts. However, they go up to, I believe it's 350 kilowatts now, uh, is a, is a not ridiculously uncommon, uh, a charger, particularly at, uh, the Electrify Canada, uh, locations. And if you're in other parts of the world, it's a similar story in uh, most of the G20 countries. Uh, let's see. A lot of people are asking me now, is a 50 kilowatt charger still enough? Well, that comes down to need, doesn't it? If you have no power, you need to charge up your car and uh, you're looking at a 50 kilowatt charger. Well, a 50 kilowatt charger is enough. Now, should they still be building 50 kilowatt chargers? I'd argue probably not. I think 120 is probably the base now. You know, 100, 120 should be the base. That said, I'm fairly sure that the cost of building out uh, 120 kilowatt chargers is quite dear. Uh, where a 50 kilowatt charger is uh, is much lower in cost in terms of buying the unit um, and also effect on grid uh, is, is much less intense at 50 kilowatts. It's still a, a chunk of power, but it's not as brutal to the, to the local grid. So it, it depends on a lot of factors. Obviously, we'd all like to have the best and most powerful chargers available on the road but the grid can only handle so much in certain areas. Um, I would tend to favor more chargers of a lower power than fewer chargers of a higher power. It's starting to become not uncommon to see uh, charging stations have more than one person at them. Uh, and I mean, not just Tesla's, like if you go to Electrify Canada or the Petro Canada's electric highway stations or the Ivy stations or some of the, um, at energy stations in Quebec where they have two or more stations, it is not at all uncommon to see two or more cars charging up at that time. That's a significant amount of, of demand and the charging structures are maybe not quite keeping up with, uh, with what we need. Uh, there is a lot of building out happening, uh, both Electrify Canada, Petro Canada, I believe Shell now, uh, Flow Add Energy and various other players, Tesla still, of course, are adding a lot of chargers. And I think it's building out and it is becoming more common for them to build out two to 10 chargers per location, as opposed to onesies and twosies. Um, that's a good sign. And it's going to, it's going to definitely 
mean that we're going to be progressing uh, in the charging space. As far as home charging goes, that's a little bit different. Uh, for the longest time, the 7.2 kilowatt uh, charger was the standard. Uh, just about every charger was 7.2 kilowatts. I mean, a built-in charger operating at 30 or 40 amps. Yeah, not the uh, the portable chargers that you get with the car or that you can get off of Amazon um, that just don't deliver the kind of power that uh, you're used to from a built-in uh, 40 amp uh, 7.2 kilowatt charger. Um, home charging is also improving. Uh, there's new units from companies like Siemens uh, that will deliver 9.6 kilowatts or 11.5 kilowatts. There are some other manufacturers, but that's the one I'm aware of um, right now. I, oh, Grizzly also uh, gets into the 11 something range. Uh, so these are good units. They're delivering more power and are really useful for the cars that are, are consuming more power. Uh, that have bigger batteries that you want to be able to charge up a bit faster. For example, if your car has a 100 kilowatt battery and you've got a 7.2 kilowatt charger, it's going to take you, what, 12, 14 hours to charge up that car. Uh, if you've got a 100 kilowatt ba battery, you're going to want a 9.6 or 11.5 uh, kilowatt charger. So this getting to be charged in that eight, nine hour range, as opposed to, you know, much, much more than that. Um, if you were buying a charger today, it really depends on your cost. If you're, if you're budget limited, a 7.2 kilowatt will do you and it will do most people. But if you're in, if you're, uh, likely going to be buying an EV that is, is a higher powered EV, some of the uh, Audis and the new Mercedes and, and uh, some of those luxury cars that are, are coming out with much larger battery packs uh, with good char onboard charging infrastructure, then uh, that's, a, that's a way to go. Uh, increase your, uh, or future-proof your, uh, your charging infrastructure in your home and go for that 11.5 kilowatt. Something else to understand in the charging space that especially new people don't understand is they, we call that thing on the wall that we plug in to our car, a charger. Uh, but it's not the ones that are out on the road, the, the so-called, um, fast chargers, they are chargers. Uh, they literally create a type of power that your car can use and directly injects that into your battery. So that is charging your battery. The ones that we have in our homes that we call chargers are actually what is known in the industry properly as an EVSE, electric vehicle supply equipment. That's because all it is, is a fancy plug. Um, it delivers power to a charger that is in your car. Um, a lot of the older cars had a, you know, a five to seven to eight kilowatt onboard charger, meaning didn't matter how much power you gave that charger, it could only deliver that amount of power to the car. Um, for example, the, the bolt has a, uh, roughly a 7.2 kilowatt charger, um, on in the car. So it maxes out the, the average charger home charger at the time. If 
you have a car with a seven kilowatt onboard charger and you pair it with a 11.5 kilowatt charger, I can tell you this, you will still only get seven kilowatts of charging. It, it matters what your onboard car charger can handle, not what the, the charger can deliver. Now, conversely, if you have a car that can take 12 kilowatts of power and you plug in a 7.2 kilowatt charger, you're still going to get 7.2 kilowatts. It goes both ways. It, the charger, the EVSC can only deliver as much power as it can deliver, and the onboard charger can only accept as much power as it's designed to accept. That said, again, if you've got that lower-powered onboard charger up with a higher-powered EVSC, there's also no risk there. Um, the plugs that are within the charging cable, there's... Let me see if I remember right. There is five. Now, three of them are for power and two of them are for data is my understanding. When you plug your car, your charger, your EVSC into your car, the car, the EVSC says to the car via those communications cables, hey car, I think you want power. Do you want power? The car goes, yep, I want power. And then the EVSE says to the car, oh, how much can you handle? This is a communication thing. The car says, I can handle this much. The EVSE then tests the car's capability. It gives it a little bit of a handshake of electric power uh, production. And this all happens in sections, seconds, and then make sure everything's kosher and starts delivering power to your car. As your car gets more full, it will ramp down how much power is being accepted, depending on the dynamics of the car and the engineering and all that. Uh, same thing happens with, with fast charging. It's just a little bit different. If you can hear noise in the background, that is my dog getting rather ornery. I think he wants to go upstairs. So with that, um, I think that might be the end of the end of the uh, podcast. I'll placate him for a minute or two, but uh, I'm trying to keep the podcasts uh, fairly short. We don't want them to get too long because uh, we don't want you guys to be uh, bored out of your mind talking about chargers. But please do uh, let me know uh, how these are going. Send me your messages. Ask me your questions. I have not got all the answers, but I know where to get most of the answers. So by all means, send me your questions and I will endeavor to answer them to the best of my ability. Thank you very much for your time and we'll see you next week. Perhaps we'll talk about the Ionic 5 from Hyundai, an excellent new car that's coming out into the market at a, an amazing charging curve. I look forward to talking to you next week and thank you for listening.